Good morning, everyone. This is Teresa Sakis. You're on the Team Clackin' Monday morning motivational call. This is where we come together to share ideas, get focused for the week. And I'm really excited uh, this week to talk about, we just uh, finished off with our Team Glacken uh, boot camp that was he- held here in Chicago. So I'm excited that we're going to talk about that this morning and just uh, what people learned. Um, but before we get, start- we get started on that, I want to remind everybody that we have our global com- conference coming up in July. So if you have not had an opportunity to register for that, please do so. I know um, Chuck and the team put something in the Team Black and Facebook page. There are some individuals that still have discounted tickets available for conference. This is a conference you do not want to miss. Uh, there's going to be a lot of announcements made, so definitely uh, make sure you are there. And that is in July. And of course, uh, Denise is on the phone. We're going to have a. Uh, she's going to be my co-host. We are having a team clock and pool party, and so that will be a casual event um, that will be happening Monday evening before we kick off the conference. A uh, great way for everybody to come together, swim a little, have some fun before we start all the work we're going to be doing. So definitely make sure that you're at conference. Okay, so this weekend we had our Team Glacken Boot Camp. Uh, we had a lot of great information. The energy was amazing at this event. We had some wonderful guest speakers come in, and one of the guest speakers happens to be on the phone this morning, and that's Lorene. And Lorene, one of the things that I uh, was impressed with, so Lorene has been building her business and really focusing, and I know you've always been focusing on finding leaders who would like to um, also join you in Shackley. And what I really came away with, Lorene, is your passion about the business. So I can see why, the reason why you sign up a lot of distributors, because you are so passionate about what it means and what it's done for your family. Lorene, can you share a little bit about the reason you became passionate about the Shackley business? I know you talked a little bit about your experience in the market that you were involved in and how uh, with the crash what happened. So can you share a little bit about the reason you chose Shackley? Yeah, absolutely. So um, first of all, as I mentioned the other night, um, I was looking, well, we were looking for a business for over three years, and a lot of them, um, were predicated on a significant um, financial investment, which we were we were open to doing because we were very very committed to um, finding something that was going to give us some sort of financial. I'm not going to say relief because when you're building a business, the relief is not right there up front, but something that would provide long term. Um, uh, that would be that would be growing, and a lot of the businesses that we saw really didn't have have that component. And as I mentioned with the franchise, um, you know, we we had really really great counsel, and um, you know, we realized that we were 51 years old. We would have been you know minimum 750 thousand dollars in financing, and still working 14 hours a day, and you know, really having our business. If we if we did that, we went that route running us, not us running it, right? So when I when I found Shackley, um, you know, it just made so much sense that here we could participate in a platform with really no capital investment to speak of and create complete total financial freedom. And the only thing that we have to do 
it was so funny. I was just listening to a, a business coaching tape this morning, and he said something like, I know it sounds like, oh, all, all, all you have to do, the only thing you have to do. Well, it, 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 it sounds like nothing, but with, with respect or what, with what's relative to what's out there, really all we have to do is show up and open our mouth. And if we can have complete, and I'm not saying that we don't have to skill up and, you know, if you want to be a master coordinator, we have to act like, you know, we have to behave like a, a master coordinator, right? If you, um, when, when, when people first start out and they want to go director, they don't know how to become director. So we start teaching them, you know, what does that look like? But as we grow in the business, we also grow as people. So that's the only requirement that we really have is to grow. And again, easier said than done, but when you look at the 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 risk reward, really I think and I think that also is the biggest challenge with the business because people aren't willing to grow or they're afraid to grow or it's challenging to grow, however you want to look at it, but when you are sitting across the table with somebody who does want to grow, well, then you've got, you're staring at your leader right there. And it may be one out of five, it may be one out of 15, it may be one out of 30, but I know for sure that if those numbers are, on, are, are being um, gone, the tape is being run, you know, you're going through those numbers, you will meet your leader. I have no doubt in my mind. So it, it really, to me, to, 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 to be in a platform where you can have complete financial freedom and help people along the way. I know it sounds very like, uh, not hokey, but it sounds um, too good to be true. But, of course, the, when the rubber meets the road, you know, we, we do have to show up. So, And I'm committed to that. That's exactly right. But the part that I hear in you, and that's exactly what um, I think you were able to really get across to people, is your passion about this business. And, and, and I want people on the call today to really think about, are you as passionate about the business? And if not, get very clear on what your vision is and how you can help people and what this can do for people. Maureen, that's what I can hear in you. That's what I heard uh, when you were speaking on Saturday was the fact that you know without a doubt that this is one of the best vehicles that can set somebody free and give them financial independence. And as she mentioned, she knew that if she went another route, she was going to look at franchises, that she was going to be in tremendous amount of debt. Um, and if you can help people avoid that, or do what they really want, that is amazing. And so I am certain that you're out attracting people just because when I was there, you know, and obviously I was like, wow, if I would have heard you how many years ago, I would have signed up immediately, you know, because of your passion. So that's why I want you guys to think about that for a second. Does anybody have any questions for Lorene on how, obviously, she walked into that vision, she refined it a little bit, does anybody have any questions on that or any questions for Lorraine right now? Then we can ask a couple more questions about uh, how you're prospecting. But anybody have any questions or comments? This is Linda Courtney. Um, I do have a question for Lorraine. <laughs> uh, you said 
on uh, over the weekend that 80% of your uh, distributors you didn't know before Shackley. Um, just percentage-wise, how many of those are first level to you and, and or second or third or fourth? Okay, so in one leg, everybody in the leg, my, my biggest leg, which I consider my, I, I name my legs A, B, and C, basically, and not, not that one, not by volume, just A, B, and C. So this, this has, happens to be my A leg, and every single person in that group, which is my, it, it, we're approaching, we're approaching, you know, getting, getting to the senior coordinatorship in that leg. I did not know one person in that leg, uh, including the first level. Um, I have uh, I have another leg um, that also everybody in the leg I didn't know it's it's really just starting to grow like it's starting to take shape um, and then I have uh, two people that I did know and two two separate legs which are growing but everyone in those two separate legs that we're working with now are people that we don't know. And, um, you know, one of the things that was taught to me a few years ago, which really inspired me, and I, I think this holds true for so many different things in life, and it's, you know, uh, as I mentioned, I was listening to this tape this morning, and, um, you know, he was mentioning, you know, when we have challenges, right, we're forced to grow, but with, with those with that growth, we're 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 facing fear and uncertainty and um, your own ability or whatever, or expanding our mind, right? But what it was taught to me a few years ago was, you're not in your Shackley business until you go through all your warm circle, and then you're ready to step out there and meet new people. That's when you're really in business, and I took that very literally and um and you know really it's not hard to meet people it's the easiest thing in the world is it is it easy to cultivate the relationships or you know to to move those things along not necessarily but with the the rewards that come with nurturing these relationships and and by the way nurturing them whether they're going to build a business or not not just for the Shackley business because today they may not be looking. I, I have somebody uh, that I met uh, about a month and a half ago, and um, we met at a restaurant in Manhattan at my mother's 80th birthday party, and we just started BSing a little bit together. We ended up exchanging numbers, and one thing led to another. And I, I just said to her, you know, I do uh, want to let you know what I'm up to because you may know people that, might be looking for what I have. And she, we went through it. I showed her the plan, and she said, you know what, this is really not what I'm looking for, but I'll keep you in mind. So that doesn't mean that I'm not going to continue building the relationship because six months from now, she may say, hey, you know what, Laura? You know, what we were planning on doing, we're not doing anymore. They're an older, well, older. They're not older. They're like 62. And uh, she was in real estate her whole life. And it's just not, she wasn't really looking. But I'm going to keep the relationship going because I really, really adore her and I love what we're creating in conversation. So it's not only 
you build these relationships for chakra. You build it because that's what we do as people and as leaders in the chakra business, and this is what we're teaching. This becomes a way of life. It's not to do it just to find business builders. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes more natural. It just becomes who you are, who we're being. Who are we being in life? Who are we being in Shackley? Who are we being as a friend? And we're, we want to be, we want to be that person that holds space for people that if and when the time comes, they say, you know what? You know, Laureen mentioned this to me a few months ago. And I didn't take it seriously. And you know what? I think I want to revisit that conversation. And they feel comfortable doing so. But in answer to your question, I have, I have three front lines that I did not know that are building, that are actually building. And um, two, one of them is my best friend that's, that's also building. And one of them is my daughter, which you guys hear me talk about. So the, out of the five active legs, three of them, I didn't know from a hole in the wall, and um, the other two, of course, I did know. And I just want to share something with you um, also. I think I had mentioned the other night, like, just have fun with the prospecting. Like, literally have fun with it. It's so, if, if you're just being natural in life, the universe will support people coming to you. So one of my last uh, distributors Oh, actually, four legs that I that I have working is uh, I didn't know from a hole in the wall, but one of them, I went to a health event with my daughter about a year and a half ago, and it was in Manhattan, and it was very very crowded. We were like in an old hotel room, in a hotel room, old hotel, and on one of the floors they had like certain speakers talking in different rooms, and when we were moving from room to room, we were all like sardines, right? So I was up against, like, this man and his little boy. He was, like, six, seven years old. And I just said, oh, my God, this is too close for comfort, right? And he said, no, I know. It's really, really crazy. And I said, "I said, well, while we're stuck here together, you know, what brought you here? And he said, well, my, me and my wife, we opened up a, a health and wellness um, retreat in Costa Rica, and you need to talk to my wife. And he gave me his number. Two months later, I called. We built a relationship, and she's in the business. That's how, how it happens. I just keep myself open to meeting new people all the time. And I have fun with it. Like, I literally have fun with it. And, Lorraine, let's talk about that for a second because would you, the way that you bring up the business, and this I know, I'm sure you've gotten comfortable with it. Like you said, you're having fun with it. So let's talk about that because I love the language you just used or you gave the example of when you said, I'd love to let you know what I'm up to. And so, you know, maybe we could get together. I think that's sort of how you said that. And if it isn't yep. for you, maybe this, or you know somebody, probably this would be good for. So what you're doing, I'm understanding, and I'm going to have you repeat this for everybody, is you're taking the pressure off of the person that you're meeting. So you're not saying, to, because at this point you don't know if they're even interested in the business, but you're not giving the impression that, hey, I'm expecting when we meet that you're going to sign up for the business. And how would you even know that? You haven't had an opportunity to even know if it's a need for them. But what you're doing, and this is my thought when I heard you say that, was the fact that, hey, let's get together, let me get you in front of you, and then you can make the decision. So repeat for uh, for everybody what you sort of said with that woman 
uh, that you gave an example of when you said so, something. Um, her, go right. ahead, I'm sorry. Her name is uh, Phyllis Callahan, and um, she lives in North Carolina. And we were on the phone one day, and she mentioned to me that, you know, she's phasing out of real estate because they moved to North Carolina to follow their adult children who are now having babies and whatnot. And um, so I just, that first phone call, I just listened to what she had to say. So the next time we spoke, I, I called her up very specifically, which I think I talked about the other day. And I said, you know, hey, Phyllis, I only have a quick minute, but something, you know, something you said the other day jumped out at me. Do you have a moment? I have, I want to run something by you. So uh, she said, sure, shoot. And I said, fantastic. I said, you know, the other day you mentioned that you and Jerry are not really sure if you're going to dip your toe back into real estate or if you're even going to do anything at all. But I would love the opportunity to share what I'm up to. It may be for you. It may not. I can't promise you anything. But you may also know people that where this shoe may fit. Would you be open to taking a look? And she said, yes. And then we, we did just a 20-minute Zoom call. I showed her how it worked, and she was very clear with me. She said, you know, I've heard of networking. It, I don't think it's my cup of tea, and, of course, I don't know her that well, right? Uh-huh. So I just said, you know, no problem, and I said, uh, Phyllis, but, you know, I, I think the world of you, I'm really enjoying getting to know you. You know, if anybody comes your way or if you, you know anybody that you think this might fit, I would certainly love the opportunity to to have that referral, and I just want you to know that uh, anybody that you refer to me will be treated with 100% respect. I'm not looking to sell anybody anything. I'm just looking to determine whether we we may have a conversation here. Love it. What kind of questions do you guys have for Lorraine on that? Anything that's coming up? That That is just so clear, concise, confident, and I'm sure you have a lot of um, success with that, Lorraine. Anybody have any questions on that or comments? I know some people are muted. I'll give them a second there. <laughs> but, uh, Jay, love, go ahead. Um, I remember Jennifer talking about you having um, – a lot of conversations in the car and lots of business cards and all. And uh, I believe you pointed, you raised up a picture of a couple of real estate agents who you got something in the mail. <clears throat> and I wondered how many, if you do many actual cold calls, which that appeared that that was, and what your approach is in that kind of a situation. Well, 90% of my calls right now are cold calls. I mean, I'm going to okay. say 95% is cold calls. Okay. And, um, and you know what? The, I think two things have to be in play here. Um, one of them is we really do have to, our intention around reaching out to people, obviously we want to find built business builders, but if our focus is not designed to really care about what peop- where people are at and what they need, you know, we're really going to become, like, very robotic. And I think really the heart and soul of what we're trying to do is going to be lost, right? So when I call people, I really put it out there with my intention that if this is somebody who's looking for me, you know, I just pray 
um, that I share the words that they can hear. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I am completely unattached to the outcome, 1,000%. I, could, I don't care what the outcome is at that point. I'm just fishing to find out, are we going to have a conversation here? Is this somebody I want in my life? I don't even know. Maybe I won't like this person. Maybe this person won't like me. You know, you, everybody's not going to like you. You're not going to like everybody. Are these people that have integrity? Are they people that you want around your kids and your grandkids? That was a big priority for me. Where I, where I land, if I, can't, if I couldn't leave my children with the people that I'm associated with, then that wasn't the business for me. That wasn't the atmosphere or the energy for me. So anyway, so because I'm a residential real estate appraiser, and I get these, you know, these flyers and like, you know, I'm sure you all get it too. Like, hey, you know, we can sell your home or whatever, right? So, and some of them I, I, I how do I do this? I try to loop it into what I do too. So this woman, Sharon, that I called last week, I just said, hey, Sharon, my name is Laureen Andes and I, I received your card in the, the mail the other day and um do you have a moment to have something I wanted to run by you? I always clear the time because if you don't clear the time, then people are trying to get you off the phone, right? And you can appreciate that, right? So she said, sure, shoot. You know, what do you got? And I said, Sharon, you know, I am a residential real estate appraiser by trade. And a few years back when the market crashed, I realized that although I know how to make money, I don't have security of income beyond my present ability to perform. And I'm reaching out to a jury of my peers, people that are into the real, in, in the real estate business, to find out if you ever explored other ways of making money over and above your real estate business. And she said, yes. But mm-hmm. we're not going to be speaking until July 5th. She said, I, I want to hear more. Um, I'm intrigued. But my kids are getting out of school. The last, last one's getting out uh, June 28th. You know, can we talk right after July 5th, right? So I put that in my calendar for July 5th. So if you're an accountant and, uh, I don't know, you got a card from a realtor, right? You can do the same thing. You could say, hey, Sharon, my name is Laureen Andes. I'm an accountant in the area, and um, uh, I received your card in the mail and uh, wanted to know if you have a moment to have something I wanted to run by you. Then you can just, you know, swap out the words. You know, as I mentioned, I'm a, I'm a local accountant, and uh, although I have a very good business, what I realized is a few years ago when the market crashed that, you know, my business is solely dependent on me. And I'm reaching out to professionals in the market that know how to make money that may be looking for something. Most of the people I'm working with are looking for time. They know how to make money on other ways where you can diversify your income over and above your real estate business. So just whatever it is, just swap out the words. I mean, just be creative. Like I told you, I swear I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even lying. So I have cards and names that I put in my phone. I have no idea where I met these people. And I called, oh, and I forgot to tell you guys this. I don't know if I did this the other night, but did I tell? Oh yeah, I did. I did. We were making phone calls from people in the back office, and I ended up calling somebody's ex-husband, and I didn't realize, and it was a bad divorce, and I didn't realize it until like, like a few minutes into the conversation, and I was, then I just pulled myself right out of it. I'm like, 
oh, my God, you know what? I think I have a wrong number. I am, I apologize. Blah, blah. And I hung up because I didn't want to go any further because it's just disrespectful to this distributor, right? <laughs> right. So, right. Uh, you know, so sometimes you just have to back out, you know? You just have to back out and not worry about it, right? But I do. I call people up and I say, you know, John, you're going to think I'm a nut. I have no idea where I got your card. For the life of me, I can't remember it. But I have your card on my desk, and I have something I wanted to run by. Do you have a quick second? Does my name ring a bell? That's what I say to people. And then once you start being, like, real, they kind of just kind of go with it. Or they hang up on you, but what does it matter? That's what I was going to say, Lorraine. The other thing, I'm sure not, and as we know, you're getting a lot of no's. You know, things happen. So if somebody's rude... Or hangs up on you or says no. I mean, I'm sure. What do you do? You just shake it off or say thank you and hang up? Anything, you know, how do you handle the headpiece when you get a no? I could Next care caller? less. I'm like, no. Yep, that's it. I literally could care less. I do right, not Right, because you're not attached off. to the results. Exactly. No. And by the way, guys, Teresa, you're right. I get 90% more no's than yeses. Mm-hmm. So if I make 20 calls in a day, 18 or probably, not, and I'm being I'm being funny, but it all depends on how I, like if I have 20 names, I have no idea who these people are. Chances are I'm going to get 20 people that basically are not going to listen to me, right? But if I right. can get that one conversation where people listen. And the other thing I forgot to mention, guys, the other day is when you get on the phone, it's not an hour conversation. You should. If you have to put a timer. It should be a three-minute conversation. So that's how come I can make twenty calls. If I'm doing twenty calls, it should take no more than sixty minutes, right? Because all you're looking to do is get the appointment or qualify them. You've got the cookie. Well, exactly. And you shouldn't be presenting on that phone call. You didn't ask for permission. It's not the time. So exactly, right? I love it. And I would imagine, you know, the longer, and as for everybody, just, you know, everybody starts from the beginning. And so as you guys do these calls or start to learn or just even getting in more conversations live uh, than you have been getting in, you know, the first few are going to get be awkward. And then as you start getting some flow going, it will be easier each time you do it. But, so you I know, know, the other Ahead, yeah, I just want to mention one other thing, guys, and I don't mean to interrupt, but, you know, my, my I have a 23-year-old that's building, too, and, um, you know, she shared with me the other day that she felt bad about herself because she heard me on the phone with a distributor helping them, and she said, Mommy, I just, I don't have an active list that's that I'm building on and I'm feeling very frustrated and even though we're sitting down and you're trying to help me with phone calls, I'm not feeling good about myself. Mm-hmm. And we go to events together so I can meet new people and I can see how you can do how you do that. So this is not like all rosy. It's like more not rosy than rosy. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's right. more it's more jagged and it's more not flowy than it is flowy. But once you once you just committed to making sure that you have intention when you make the phone call to know really what that person if you can help this person or if it's somebody you want to get to know better, right? If you um you set the timer for two minutes on you know, to make that phone call, right? Um 
You're there just to qualify them and to set an appointment. And then, and again, you're going to, you're going to, I mean, believe it or not, sometimes I get tongue-tied and I'm like, I'll hang up the phone. I'm like, Laura, you, you just like completely screwed that up. Like, how, how did you end up from where you started to where you're at? I'll have no idea, but it happens, but you just brush yourself off. You have to, and they get, um, <laughs> you know, the, the people understand too as you're on the phone. Now, I, I, we have like maybe 30 seconds. Does anybody have another quick question for Lorraine? give everybody one second to come up with it. Hi there. Yes, Sarah, go ahead. I, I just I want to say Lorena is my upline and she's been amazing and just the spirit of what she's deciding today is how she comes to every situation mm-hmm. and um, has helped me with, you know, a hundred different ways to um, make a phone call and it's still something that I have to work on every second and every day. So um, I can never hear enough of it. So I hope um, some of these tidbits you guys wrote down because they really do open the door. Yay, thank you for sharing. She is the best, Lorraine. Thank you. And, and, And I think that's what really comes across when you talk about this. And I'm sure on the telephone is the fact that you're sincere and you want the best for somebody. And I think if, like you mentioned, if we stay in that spirit and just go through the nose, it'll be wonderful. So any closing comments that you'd like to make, Laureen, before we close out? I just want to reiterate again that, and I I get very emotional around this, because I did not get a phone call, guys. No one called me. I was looking for a business for three years. I ended up on my hands and knees on my kitchen floor praying to God to lead me to someone or something that I could do that would make a difference, not, in, not only in my life and my family's life, but you know, to, 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 to add value into this, into this world that we live in, to make, it, to make some sort of a difference. And everyone on this call is aligned with, the, one of the most amazing leaders in life. Forget about the industry. Jennifer is an impeccable human being. She's kind. She's loving. She's strong. She's smart. She's um, she's uh, always willing to go out and do what she can for everybody. And I, I, I'm just hoping that everybody makes a decision today to do whatever they can to get over yourself because I have to get over myself all the time. That's really the biggest obstacle. It's ourself. And lean on Jennifer because she wants nothing more than for you to become successful because when we become successful, then we can say, hey, my friend so-and-so, you know, she started here and she's there. Like we become this collaborative moving force for change that people can visibly see. And if we don't do that, then we have nothing to show people, right? So we want to lead people to something that's good and vibrant and strong. And, you know, we don't have to be perfect, but just to make that commitment to, to commit to your life and, and to whatever it is that you decided that you want for Shackley. But every time you make that phone call, please remember that I did not get the phone call. And it's such a thin thread that, like Claire, Claire was mentioning, she's become one of my dearest friends and like a sister to me. 
and if I didn't if I didn't make those phone calls to find something, I would have never met Jennifer. Like it was such a thin thread that I ended up in Chicago. It really shouldn't have never happened. So let's have some faith and, and just go out there and ask God and the universe to support us. And, and if anybody ever needs me, if you want to, you know, I am me or whatever, I'm, I'm here for you guys. Thank you, Laureen, and thank you for speaking to us today. I know I threw you on the spot, but I knew you'd do a great job, and, and you did. You did not disappoint, so thank you very much for sharing uh, this morning. I know everyone appreciates everything that you shared. So I want to thank, um, thank you guys for all participating. I hope you guys have a wonderful Shackley week, and we will talk to you guys all next week. Bye now. Thank you, guys. Thank you.